Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Today is episode number 44, and the topic I'd like to talk about today is properly analyzing your trades. You see, it's extremely easy to fall into the trap of feeling good if you win a trade and feeling poorly if you lose a trade. But the reality is, whether you win or lose a trade, a lot of the times isn't necessarily connected to how well you traded. So for example, there are times where we can do all the right things when we're trading. We can take on a good risk-reward ratio, really high probabilities, and follow our rules completely. And we can do that and we can lose a trade. And there are also times when we do something that's completely irresponsible and we end up with a big winner. The problem is, if we feel good about the winning trade where we did all the wrong things, what that's going to do is it's going to reinforce a habit of doing the wrong things. And eventually that's going to catch up to you and that's how traders blow up accounts. In the same context, if we lose a trade where we did everything correctly and we feel really bad about it, especially if we beat ourselves up, then it's going to make it less likely that we're going to do all those right things we need to do in order to ensure our long-term success as a trader. This being the case, we have to really consciously detach our feelings from the results of our trading. And we can do this by asking five essential questions, both before we enter a trade and then when we evaluate our trading process. Listen up and enjoy the segment. In episode 20, you talked a lot about the wrong mindset for traders, and we went over this earlier. But basically it says, how do you pat yourself on the back essentially after you've lost and how do you beat yourself up after you've won? And it comes back to the beliefs and expectations. If you have the belief, if you truly have the belief that if you won, you did the right thing, if you lost, you did the wrong thing, then it's going to be very hard to pat yourself on the back. But what you need to do first and foremost, and I encourage everybody to do this, you want to review every single one of your trades, whether you've won or lost, and you want to review them carefully. And you want to evaluate them for the quality of the trading decision. Now, sometimes it's a quality decision, by the way, to break your trading rules, right? We have a trading strategy. For example, a lot of us are trading non-subjective trading strategies. And as a beginner, you should always follow your rules, right? So this, is, this, is, this gets back to different levels. What level of a trader are you at? In the beginning, you should be always following your rules because you have important lessons to learn, you have discipline to build, stuff like that. At some point, though, you should be taking a look at your trading rules, taking a look at whether those rules apply to this particular situation that you happen to be in, right? So in other words, you know, if we take a set of trading rules and we say, and we make these and apply them to all market contexts, the reality is there are going to be some market contexts where that rule rule is going to be very beneficial thing to do, a very high probability thing to do. And there's going to be other market contexts where 
following that rule may be taking on maybe a little bit too much risk, or it may not have a good risk reward ratio attached to it, or the probability of that work, of that rule working out in a particular situation may be very, very low. Or maybe it was a situation we never even thought of and it's creating an abnormally high amount of what we call tail risk. In that case, it was a good decision to break your rule. So the other thing is, whether or not you followed your rules isn't necessarily the only criteria to go by. So let's take a look or, or let's just talk about for a minute five questions you should ask when you're assessing the quality of your trading decision. So number one is what was, what's my likely risk? So you, if, you're, if you're not in a trade, obviously you have no risk. If you decide to enter a trade, you're taking on risk. If you, try, if you decide to make an adjustment or not make an adjustment, there's risk associated with making it, there's risk associated with not making it. How much is that risk? What's the magnitude of risk I'm taking? In making or not making a choice, in making a choice to do something or not do something. Next is what is my likely likely reward? Right, this is your risk reward profile. Right, if I need to risk a hundred million dollars to make thirty cents, that's a bad risk reward decision. If I have to risk thirty cents to make a hundred million dollars then that's a good risk reward decision, right? Let's go to the extreme, that's easy. So what's your risk, what's your reward associated with that? The other thing is what's my tail risk, right? So tail risk being the risk if something very unusual happens, right? So we see these very um, flat delta trades out there that are risking, that have an enormous amount of tail risk if certain things happen in the market, right? tail risk being a, um, an abnormal risk that might show up for a very small reward. And I don't know what they're taking on for risk in order to realize that reward, right? So we have our planned risk, which is our stop loss, right? And then we have our actual risk. So if you look at a, um, a bull trade, for example, right? You have a likely risk of about $2,500 for a likely reward of about $2,500. You have a tail risk that something may go drastically wrong and you might lose the whole $27,500. You also have something called a tail reward, right? So if I'm trading an out of the money put option, for example, I have a tail, I have, and I don't pay very much money for it, I have very low risk. I have I don't know what my likely reward is, depends on how much I want the money is and what the market's doing and stuff like that, but I have a certain reward or an expected profit, uh, amount to profit out of that trade if it goes well. I have really no tail risk if I'm planning on losing the whole, if I'm okay with losing the whole amount, right? If that's my 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 planned risk, then that that's also my tail risk. I don't have any other risk in the, in the position. I have a tail reward that if I get a market crash, I might make a whole ton of money. Right, so the, all those things are considerations on whether the decision's good or not. And then on top of that, we have to be able to estimate a reasonable probability of realizing each of these, right? So I might have, I might buy this out of the money put and I might have almost no risk. I might have 
probably little likely reward because it's not likely it's going to happen. But I might have a huge tail reward that I could make this gazillion dollars if the market decides to, to have a if, if you know COVID two comes out, for example. But what's the probability of me actually realizing that tail reward? It's very, very small. So we may make a conclusion that it's not, you know, putting that put on every week for the next five years or 10 years is probably not worth it, right? We're going to make a decision based off of that. But these are the factors that need to come into line. If, if, if the factors line up, then you made a good decision whether you won or lost. This, these are the types of things that you need to, to base that off of, right? So for example, you know, if I made a trading decision that was low risk relative to reward, the probability of realizing the reward was substantially higher than the probability of realizing the risk. And I had a reasonably low tail risk with a very low probability of experiencing that tail risk. If that was the case, right, if I put on a trade like that, good risk to reward, good probability, tail risk is reasonable, very low probability of realizing that tail risk. If I'm making that decision, if, if my decision puts me in that situation, I'm going to make money over time in the markets. It's a good decision. Regardless of whether this trade happens to win or lose, it's a good decision. But in order to be able to pat myself on the back about that decision, regardless if I win or lose, I have to have an underlying belief that my success in trading comes from making the good decisions. And I have to not have the belief or dispel of the belief or get rid of the belief that winning this trade has anything to do with my long-term success. Because the reality is winning any individual trade or even a series of two or three trades has absolutely nothing to do with your long-term success. So if I truly have that belief and I lose a couple of trades and I made, I go back and I, and I review my trade and I realize that I made fantastic decisions, then I should be patting myself on the back because if I continue to do that, I will make a lot of money in this business. On the other hand, if I have the opposite scenario, right? I trade a trade and I win it. But upon review, I find that I had, I took on a lot of risk, a lot of likely risk, for a small likely reward, and I had a shit ton of tail risk that had a reasonable possibility that it may I may experience that tail risk, but I won the trade? If that was the case, and I reviewed the trade and I found out that those were the types of decisions I was making, I'm setting myself up to be very poor in the future. I'm setting myself up to blow up my account, I'm setting myself up to have a very, very hard time as a trader. And we see this. We see traders who take on this reasonable probability of hitting trail, tail risk. We saw this in the big volatility event we had, I think, what was it, in 2018, when you know, we had this guy, he's selling premium, he has a very high win rate, he's doing it naked. All of a sudden, 
the market blows up and volatility goes nuts. And he's on portfolio margining, right? He's somebody who has a very high probability of winning. He has plans to stop out at a reasonable time, right? In other words, he has a stop out on the trade. So he has a possibly, a, I think that his, his risk reward is a little out of whack, but reasonable risk reward. He had very, very high probability of winning. But the problem is he had an enormous amount of tail risk because he's running portfolio margining. In other words, he's taking on more risk in his account than money he has in account, substantially more risk he has in account. This is because he has to do it to get a decent return because his risk-reward ratio sucks, right? But he's doing this, so he has an enormous amount of tail risk. And he has a reasonable probability of realizing that tail risk. Just because it hasn't happened in two or three years doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And it did happen. And next thing you know, you get margin called and you owe your broker money, which who knows how that works out. Usually the brokers get screwed over that. But um, either way, right, that was a series of bad trading decisions that were getting good results over a substantial amount of time. Have to keep that in mind when you're trading, because I think a lot of us do this at a much lower or a much more confined level, right? We'll take on these trading strategies that have higher and higher probabilities, lower and lower rewards, more and more risk, more and more tail risk, just so that we can satisfy our expectation of winning all the time, or, or at least winning almost all the time. So you don't want to, you want to make sure, right? See, the, hopefully you guys can kind of see where I'm going with this and what I'm getting at where that's not just because it's not the most beneficial thing you could be doing, right? So we want to keep that in mind. Um, anyway, um, but a, one of the major problems, right, being that most traders do not review their trading decisions, and especially if they win, they usually don't review them. A lot of people will, will review a trade that went really bad and see – and it's funny, they don't evaluate their decisions necessarily. They just see where, what they could have done, right? So you'll, you'll, you'll take a trade that lost and you'll see what you could have done to win the trade rather than evaluating the decisions to see if you made good decisions because it's very possible you made a good decision and you just happened to lose the trade anyway, right? You had a luck issue going on there. So you want to, so you're losing trades, you want to evaluate your decision process to make sure you made good decisions. And with your winning trades, most people don't even bother with those because, hey, <laughs> they won the trade. They must have made good decisions, right? Because that's that's their belief system. That's their expectations. When in reality, that's not the case. In reality, you want to go down and you want to evaluate all your decisions and making sure that you're constantly good risk-reward ratios, good probabilities, and your, you know, your risk-reward ratios are in your favor. Your probabilities are in your favor. Your tail risk is reasonable. If you're always doing that, you're going to do fine. But – you know, that being the case, I encourage you to investigate for yourself what beliefs are present, what beliefs you have that are present that possibly are unconscious to you, and then work on maybe changing those beliefs to something that's a little bit more beneficial. At the very least, evaluate your trading decisions. 
And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.